0: All right. Hello and welcome. I'm Heather. And I'm Laura. Uh, we're Sweet Sweet Death. Um, well, we were on a on a roll. We got to chat in a lot, quite a bit, actually, <laughs> for at least an hour before we, again, we'll run out of things to say. But we were talking about kind of crazy people we've known in our lives. And then you were talking about your crazy ex-neighbor yeah. that I thought was like... Every time you talked about this broad, dude, like, I <laughs> would always laugh hysterically. And I know it's a nightmare when you're going through it. Yeah. But when you're telling people these stories of, like, these insane people you've known in your <laughs> life, it's, like, fascinating. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about fake ass bitches, basically, yeah. that, like, pretend to be somebody else on Instagram. And yeah. then you she's, had mentioned it. Yeah,
1: she's one of those people who, she's literally a psycho bitch, but... <laughs> <laughs> then she she'll go on instagram and post like inspirational quotes or be the best you and go on these rants and then literally like maybe 3 hours later she'll have another rant like my fucking coworkers these fucking bitches eating a fucking chicken wing a barbecue fucking chicken wing
0: and so really like smacking her lips and like, like just picking meat off of a bone literally like
1: sucking the bone Ew. and talking about her pussy ass little fucking <laughs> bitches bitches <laughs> bitches like she'll like say things like in threes or like just like so annoying dude it drives me crazy and it's like almost disgusting to watch like i was showing uh dylan mm-hmm. and he was like oh like he couldn't even look at the video anymore cause it was literally fucking disgusting it's like
0: yeah uh i just remember because i saw one time you showed me a video of her yeah. and it she looks exactly how you'd think she looks oh, yeah. just basic white bitch look kind of but like yeah like she thinks she's being edgy right highlights in her hair french nails but always doing that hair flip i was about to say i did um, that one video uh in like schitt's creek the way um alexis is uh, constantly flipping her little hair yeah constantly but the way she talks and it's so aggressive and she just (laughs) does that like and like what people don't understand yeah. is, like, you need fucking manners. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with her?
1: Literally, yeah. She's, like, throwing dirt in my laundry and then saying, like,
0: I need to have respect. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, she'd get fucking freaked out yeah. that you guys would park where you'd park. It's yeah, street like parking. Pa- yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. She'd be like, "But well, I," She'd get angry if she'd have to cross the street.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I- and it's, then, did I tell yeah. you?
0: Yeah, she's like, My kids can't cross the street. And
1: literally, she's never taking her kids anywhere. It's just like yeah. her coming home from work and she's fucking lazy. And then she messaged me at the beginning of this year. Did I tell you to wear uh, a fucking no. cake? Yeah. No. Hi. Because I had blocked her and everything. And then yeah. my sister texted me and was like, Oh, I trying to get in contact with you for for um, a cake. Mhm. So yeah, and then I just was thinking back to that video where she's like, "My neighbors only hit me up when they need fucking something." Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> and then literally she's messaging me like about a fucking cake for yeah the that for she needs, that she oh, wants.
0: Okay, yeah. Cuz I remember one time they came to the shop to pick up uh, that cake yeah. and this cuz you warned me. You were yeah. like, "They're coming." <laughs> I told them we'd get them a cake. And like, you know, you yeah. paid for the stuff and but like Oh, my God. The second they pulled up and he hopped out, I was like, that's him. And it was him. Just a thin white dude beard where it's like he's trying to have that edgy metal look and it just looks gross. It looks like maybe he has a little bit of a skin (laughs) disease that keeps him from growing a beautiful full beard. And he immediately puts his sunglasses on top of his hat. I was like, ooh, there you are. Just the jeans just a little too low uh kind of like just like a dude that's trying to look kind of MMA a little literally, bit yeah. way tougher than he is lifted truck I was like oh my yeah. god yeah that's the looks dude looks like
1: he drinks like nothing but
0: monsters or something like monsters and like wild turkey <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> I don't know that I've ever worked with any real crazy coworkers. Um, I'll remember that chick though, that one chick that did come into the shop and worked for one and, day. And left her shoes. Left her fucking Dude, shoes. I was, it was telling was the cowork- so our co- like
1: my co-workers now about that. And when she fucking <laughs> asked, like what she said about like marrying yes Yeah.
0: <laughs> because that was exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, first everything she did I had to like fix. Yeah or because I remember she was like, Well, I'm having trouble with this. And then I look, and I'm like, well, everything's wrong. Like, not just that. Like, we need to address this. Like, your cakes aren't straight. They're, like, bending inward. They're really lumpy and lopsided. Anyway, so she asked if I had any kids. And I said, yes, I have a daughter. And she was like, oh, how old? And I think at the time she was, what, 10? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she's 10. She goes, has she gotten her period yet? (laughs) I was like... Uh I I answered, I was like, no, and then she was like, Oh well I got mine early. It's like what it's is this such conversation? A bizarre
1: question. Like I feel like it's like someone who just
0: How mental... old? Do they play any sports? Yeah. What do they like to do? Do they draw? Do they do karate? Uh do they like bugs? Yeah. Are they good at school? You could have asked a thousand other questions before you got to. Has... has your daughter menstruated? Yes. <laughs> so creepy i'd like to know some personal details about her ovaries please has she has she bled yet like this is fucking game of thrones excuse so me i felt like
1: yeah like fucking handmaid's tale like.
0: <clears throat> oh my god yep uh tomorrow we're going to that van gogh thing that oh, van gogh exhibit
1: immersion or whatever in denver mm-hmm. wow i'm, I'm jealous pumped. i've really been wanting to go to that yeah what what <laughs> you have to tell me if it's good
0: yeah um, speaking of jealousy, I found out that, uh, one of the girls I work with, uh, cause Bill and Lori went and saw Tool uh-huh. and I, I kind of, I loved Tool in high school. I didn't yeah. love all their stuff. I just knew their like mainstream stuff and then got out of Tool, like just forgot about him. And I was like, pret- <clears throat> I don't know. I got really judgy about music for a while yeah, where I'm, I was like, uh, nothing I listened to in high school is worthy of me to listen to now. Yeah. So I like abandoned everything and I listened to a ton of metal. So it was all like... Uh, system of a down and yeah, I unfortunately, like <laughs> paparotly yeah. biscuits in there also. And dude, I tried to re-listen to Nookie recently. Yeah. Could not get that through it. Song. I was like, yeah. I I can't do this again. <laughs> I fucking just nope click. Um, but I have re- found tool again and oh, it really? was like, this is fucking brilliant. Like I can't believe I ignored, like, pretended I didn't like them for so long, like, so I've been listening to them, and then that Tool concert happened, Bill and Lori went, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous that I, you know, I haven't thought to go see Tool, and now that's, like, a priority, but, and then I found a girl girl I work with, she went to the Tool concert, because she was like, my dad's, like, a really big fan, and I was like, oh, really, like, that's great, how big of a fan, she was like, "Dude, a really big fan." I was like, "Did you guys get good seats?" And she was like, "Well, yeah, he bought VIP seats Whoa. for Tool." I was like, "Damn, yeah. he's a big <laughs> fan, dude." Yep, I would, I would see Tool just cool. in the back row. Like yeah. we, we saw the Black Keys even from yeah. up in the bleachers. It was fucking impressive. That was
1: scary in those bleachers. <laughs> I
0: don't like that at all. I
1: always think about that, like that those seats and just how like I felt yeah. like I was gonna die the whole time.
0: Yep because uh, the Broadmoor is the same way, and that's where Tool was. Oh, really? And absolutely, like, it's too, it's scary. Yeah. I'm really afraid I will fall to my death I feel like in it's just one of those places. I feel like
1: it's funner, too, and all the, like, shows we've been
0: to where it's just, like, open, and we can oh, just, yeah. like, stand wherever. And, I, like, I think the Fillmore is probably, like, my favorite. Yeah. Because it's, it's just so much space. And I feel like you are not just, like, sardines in there. Yeah. Um. Well, because we saw J.D. McPherson of the Bluebird, yeah went up in the bleachers yeah. or or like you know the second uh, story yeah. it sucked and then towards the end of the show we went down to the front yeah it was, it was everybody better, was yeah. having a blast <laughs> old people young people yeah. everybody's dancing and rocking out oh it was so fun yeah i don't i'm sorry i've like cut you off i, I smoked oh, no. a bit and now i'm just i was in. fine
1: i was thinking i was thinking about tool too i remember like my I wasn't like too into them ever. Like I know like some of their songs too. Like yeah, like how you said you were like just like the mainstream stuff. But mm-hmm. I haven't really listened to them again.
0: Like... I think you should just go down that road whenever you're in the mood. Yeah, just just kind of because it's like it's so smart and it's so <laughs> well thought out. And like I really mean that. Like yeah. Maynard is a fucking genius. Anyway, yeah. when you listen to him talk, the things he sings about, the language he uses, he's a fucking intelligent man. Yeah. Uh, the drummer is insane. Like, I watched one of his solos for Numa, and that dude is intense, man. God, he is just a gift to mankind. Right. So, that's how much I like. All right, I'll have a, tool little, now.
1: a little tool day. You should.
0: <laughs> just put on it at work. Be like, girls, it's time to listen to those soft, smooth hits. Yeah. And then, yeah, put... <laughs> Anima on or something, or where he's like, "Everybody needs to drown." <laughs> oh, and then theology too. <laughs> was that a? Oh, what? I, think, I, think, I think it's a cat moving the water dish. Oh, I thought it was John at first. Yeah. maybe like dying in the bedroom. It's it's what I thought. Like, it's not. It's a god
1: fuck. They love to interrupt. <laughs>
0: So last week we had the dog hacking up whatever the fuck it was. He hacks up probably a squirrel skull or something. Um,
1: This reminds
0: me, though, of... um, So I
1: saw this, like, meme today or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I'm, like, horrible at waking up. I'm always fucking late. I just Mm -hmm. can't get up for my alarm. But I saw something and it was, like, someone should invent an alarm that sounds like your dog about to throw up or something. Like... (laughs) It was, like, nothing gets me out of bed faster than that. And I thought yep. it was so funny. And my friend was, like, oh, she's, like, that was me, like, yesterday morning. She said that her cat was, like, tch, tch. she heard him, like, <laughs> like shoving, like, the water glass, yep. like, across the thing. She said she, like, shot out of bed, like, went and, like, stopped him. Her boyfriend was, like, man, you got out of bed real fast. She's she's like, well,
0: like, yeah. Gosh. I saved our lives. Our yeah. cat was about to waterboard us. Thank you I thought it was funny, though. Uh, I... I just stumbled across some videos of a cat, like someone had put a heavy glass, like, like a German looking mug, yeah, like oh up on top, like of their headstand, basically headstand. Yes. Headboard. Headboard. <laughs> uh, headboard. Yes. Correct. With a little shelf and seeing that they had a camera, like night vision camera, and you can see that cat with its little yeah. glowing eyes, like doo, 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 do. Pa, 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 knock off and Ugh. then they just shoot up out of bed and one was the woman was like next to the husband whom the glass had fallen on and yeah. she just the look of disgust like <laughs> i will fucking skin that cat alive That's like so you can tell yeah. she wanted to kill that cat yeah. <laughs> Ugh, cats cats what are you gonna do did i ever
1: tell you there's like that morning where i heard my cat and she was like Like, making that, like, horrible noise. And I was like, where is she? Like, I sat up out of bed. I was, like, looking for her. I couldn't find her. I realized she was, like, on the windowsill. The curtains were, like, down. And she threw up on the windowsill. And it was, like, running down the wall, down into my TV center. Because it was, like, right against the wall right there. I was like, wow, thanks. You threw up in the best place possible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nothing quite. Well, like, the the only truly horrific scene I've ever encountered was mooch when he had explosive diarrhea when we were gone from work and the very mixed emotions (laughs) I had there were interesting combinations of smells because we had also put in a like pot roast before we left so it was like this delicious earthy meaty smell with earthy meaty shit like it was it was a very difficult time for me (laughs) I, cause like, I remember walking up to the door and I was like, oh, it smells good, but it kind of smells bad. Like I remember (laughs) instantly being like, that's a weird smell, but oh, I, and my brain was telling me like, no, it's a good smell. So I like, I remember going, it's good. It's good. And then opening the door and I saw these little droplets by the front door and I was like, oh, when John took trash out, he must've like, you know, something must've spilled along the way. So I start following it. And then look up at the wall and he has sprayed the, oh my the wall. Liquid Ugh. horribleness. Dude, it was fucking awful. <laughs> Instantly, like just pure. I'm in like shock. I'm literally <laughs> in shock. Like I'm I've just been seen to the most horrible, I don't know, sight. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so like, and then I'm like. Walk over. I see Mooch. He's just like shaking, basically. I have to let him out. I have to step in poo. Oh my god! To open the door where there is a puddle of poo. It was, dude. Dude, I'm sorry. I know it's horrible. (laughs) Little poo paw prints going down the stairs. He's running over here. He pooped a little down here. Like I had to, like I let him out. He runs out instantly. Starts squatting, but it won't come out. So he's like squat walking. Because, and dude, uh, graphic content, there is a pad hanging out of his butt. And it will, it is stuck there. Oh, my God. It's also, like, January. It's fucking freezing. I have to throw all the windows open. I just, I take my, like, everything comes off because I'm like, this is going to be the most (laughs) horrible moment of my fucking life. (laughs) And it was, dude. It was. I have to, luckily we had gloves. I put gloves on. I remember taking, (coughs) sorry, don't vomit. (laughs) I had to get, I remember getting a roll of paper towels and being like, I'm going to use at least an entire roll of paper towels. This is fucking awful. Oh my God, dude. And then like, but I put gloves on. I had to walk out. I had to pull the fucking pad out of Mooch's butt, (laughs) dude. It was (coughs) so horrible i had to call john i told him and i was like dude we might have to burn this fucking house down. <laughs> yeah <coughs> are you gonna be okay yes sorry it's the couscous probably it's the kosher couscous that i bought you <laughs> the vegan kosher couscous okay um I think but i'm okay you're gonna be
1: okay i feel like there's please just- don't vomit I feel like there's nothing worse than having to pull something out of your dog's ass. <laughs>
0: Amen, sister. Um, Truly the most horrible moment of my life, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I guess people have probably seen worse, but I had to clean that up. It took yeah. hours. When By the time they got home, and it was a couple hours in between them getting home and me starting to clean everything up. So like even when they got home they were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. It's bad. And we have yeah. wood floors. So it's like, well, I guess it's probably better than a carpet cuz yeah. I don't oh I don't know what would be worse. Because we have <laughs> old wood floors that are not necessarily like well sealed. Yes, so so we just like <laughs> sanitized as much as we could. I think we like literally poured <laughs> some, like, mop stuff on the floor that's, like, concentrated. We were like, this is Jeez. the fucking Knee worst. Nuts. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's worth keeping yeah. in or cutting out. <laughs> and it's you're good. also dying. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has some kind of story like that. Like, John yeah. would talk about having to pull, like, tinsel out of the cat's butts, because yeah. they would eat tinsel off the Christmas tree.
1: Yeah, Garrett's dog shit a, a stick once. What? <laughs> i'm not kidding you dude it was like a fucking stick and she was like cr- cr- outside like screaming well, sure. and crying like <laughs> and, yeah oh my god dude yeah <laughs> uh,
0: don't shit a stick yeah dude, a pirate. <laughs> um yeah that's the only thing i've ever had to pull out of a an animal we should probably be yeah. done talking about this. Yeah. Jesus, there's got to be anything else for the love <laughs> of God that we can
1: talk about. There was one thing. It wasn't out of butt, but my little brother had chickens, like, for his class or something yeah. like that, like, that they, like, take back or I don't fucking know. But mm. I remember I came home once and the chicken was just, like, running around the house and it was, like, a little baby chick, actually. And I could see something hanging from its mouth and, you know, those weird, like, chains that dog tags come on yeah little beads i realized it was that (sighs) and i was like oh gosh so i picked up the chicken and i started to pull it out and it was like i just kept yeah and it kept coming and i could feel like the resistance like it was like it didn't scary and i was afraid it was gonna die but like you had to get that yeah
0: they're tough chickens are fucking tough yeah well bill and Lori have chickens and those chickens, like, they're molting right now, but I guess they don't lay eggs when they're molting because they're no. putting all that energy into building yeah. feathers. Um, but uh, they, because I think they even recommend to not, don't use heat lamps because you don't want them to get used to it in case it ever goes out, like, yeah. they'll die. Um, that they do build up just natural resistance to the colds. Hmm. Like, they will build the wow, feathers cool. for it. And yeah. um, t- chickens are fucking tough because, like, some of the heights that can be dropped. Did you ever see that video of that chicken that there's a mouse, like a cat about ready to pounce on a mouse. It's like slowly doing its little crawl towards it. And then this chicken just like of runs of, up. Nowhere. Yeah. It's like back, back, back. And then it like, <laughs> <laughs> it like runs I feel like you showed me that video. Cause it, I had so no funny. idea. Dude, they are vicious yeah. killers. Dude. <laughs> and at work, we were talking about hummingbirds too. And I was we were talking about how like vicious hummingbirds yeah. are, yeah. Um, I've n- oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the cat just like sorry, okay. he's the neediest fucking cat. But like how the Aztecs used it as their symbol, like because they were vicious. They like were like blood. Like ounce for ounce, hummingbirds are some of the meanest, meanest motherfuckers. Meanest. I was trying to say meanest and <laughs> tiniest they are <laughs> the meaniest dude everybody knows the aztecs <laughs> damn it and then i don't remember if i've talked about it how like the priests and um i think the kings would wear hummingbird cloaks oh made yeah, of I hummingbird that, yeah like feathers yeah. what it, is it Fur? i guess it's little feathers? baby feathers yeah. or but wow. Um they said it would take an average of 8,000 hummingbirds to make oh one of these cloaks. So I'm, I'm sure they probably just about killed off the fucking hummingbird <laughs> population.
1: How do they find that many hummingbirds? They
0: probably got to be fucking quick. Maybe hey, there
1: used to be more of them.
0: <laughs> they built empires, humanity we've built, you know, uh the the tombs of Egypt, uh the pyramids, um <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh Sure, I'm sure we figured out a way to catch motherfucking hummingbirds, man. <laughs> I wonder if you just lure them in and they would, like, hit them with a little dart or something. Yeah. A little poof. <laughs> and they drop. Right? <laughs> drop dead. Fucking pyro, dude. Oh, is your nipple <laughs> claws, okay? yeah. Sorry, he's um, a dick. He's very needy. He's
1: cute.
0: Nah, fuck him. He's a pain <laughs> in the ass. <coughs> um... Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go on a fucking hummingbird (laughs) rant.
1: (laughs) It's fine, I love hummingbirds. It's all good.
0: Me too. I actually...
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not even going to think about it.
0: Well, I did most of the talking. Sorry. Hey, if you've got a story, you should share it, because otherwise I will just go on forever about nothing anybody cares (laughs) about. It's fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yesterday I tried to talk about the NRA and... Wayne Lapierre, and no one gave a shit. And I kind of like Network.
1: rambled for a couple minutes, and then I
0: went, eh, "No one cares." Yeah, <laughs> I just stopped. And it was like message received. You know, yeah, I respect it. I respect that. Like, if it's not something anybody's interested in, also, they just didn't say anything. Or... They were like, "Oh, you know, that, like, <laughs> yeah, that polite." Like, I hope you don't go on much longer, <laughs> please.
1: Okay, I have to tell you one more weird thing. Yes. This little, like, eight-year-old kid came in, and he wanted a birthday cake with, like, his parents or whatever came in. And I guess he's, like, obsessed with, like, the Titanic and with, like, sinking ships. Okay. And interesting. And I just thought it was, like, so that random is and very weird. very random. Yeah. That is random. But
0: I was wondering, it's, like, one of those people who's, like, in my past life. There was a kid. I, this is the <clears throat> only cake I ever made of it. But, like, there was a kid. I think he was, like, 10 or 11 and they were like, "Yeah, he's obsessed with World War One." I. I was like, "What? <laughs> World War One? It's like so random." It was so random. I don't, yeah, ten or eleven, maybe. And I made a weird little barbed wire, <laughs> like debris ridden field. Yeah. It was kind of bizarre. Sandbags and yeah. shit. A little rifle. Yeah, I've got a picture somewhere. It's but funny. It's, it was yeah. pretty freaking weird. Um. I don't know, weirdest cakes. What do you think the weirdest cake? We've done a toilet cake. I guess people get yeah. that. We've done a couple butts.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, are Boobs. they weird or are they just like... Uh,
0: I, yeah, I don't really remember. I'm trying to think of like... Weird. Really weird. weird. Like, like, I know freaky. we've had weird. Yeah. Where we're like, who would get a cake like this? I yeah. know we've done cakes like that. Oh, remember that time we almost made a cake for <laughs> Donald Trump? Oh, yeah. The fucking Air Force cake. The They called, it was the Air Force and they needed because it was like the unveiling or the i don't know announcement the official
1: gonna be here yeah
0: he was gonna be there to tell everybody how fucking great it was and then um yeah they they called and asked for like i don't remember it was like a huge number of like five to 700 or something and i quoted them as like a lot you know and they were like oh well that might be too much like we're gonna ask around it's like you're the fucking what Hundreds of billions yeah. of dollars, and you're gonna fucking whine about a couple grand <laughs> yeah. for a cake? You pussy ass yeah. bitches. I need that ex neighbor of yours to talk about <laughs> those pussy ass bitches that can't chip in for a big cake. Yeah. Anyway, well, shit. We should probably yeah. just get started. Fucking, it's getting late. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like barely gonna edit this. Um, so, oh, did I already say that? <laughs> It. I've got like a long day tomorrow we're doing this late Saturday night so yeah whatever Uh-oh. uh you know <laughs> I'm not gonna edit much okay so if shit sucks I I ran out of time I'm sorry. going to my Van Gogh thing <laughs> yeah I we work now so
1: yeah sorry not sorry no. exactly
0: we got lives <laughs> lives You're, to live
1: you go first this week right
0: or... I think so and I'll do it um so we were gonna do South Dakota this week. Yeah. How exciting. Um, oh, damn it. I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> next week, we were going to do North Dakota, but we're going to try to focus, I don't know, like, black history stories. So, yeah. we're going to just kind of do a whatever next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, just to talk about it. So, but yeah, this week, um, I wanted to cover, again, like a well-known event in history, but I something I really didn't know anything about. So the Wounded Knee Massacre, which I have incorrectly been calling, I think my whole life, like the Battle of Wounded Knee. And it was definitely not a battle. It was absolutely 100% a massacre. So... Um, in December of 1890, 607th Cavalry soldiers surrounded 300 Lakota, consisting of men, women, and children. After a small, a small skirmish and an accidental gunshot going off, as well as a misunderstanding of their sacred ghost dance, hundreds of Lakota were shot down, at least half of which were women and children. Uh, the devastation was a result of white people being terrified of the ghost dance movement. Uh, the ghost dance was founded by a name, a man named Wavoka, who was a Paiute. Um, This was not the first ghost dance created and the first one being created around the 1860s, but um, the first iteration didn't really last too long and it disappeared basically as quickly as it appeared. Uh, But the second one had quite a bit more wind to it. Wovoka's father had been part of creating the first one, which probably influenced him. And then in addition to his father having ties to the ghost dance, Wovoka worked among some Mormons for a while. And I thought this was interesting. It gave him inspiration into incorporating some Christian elements into this ghost dance. So Wovoka claimed to have had a vision in which he was visited by the Christian god personally, telling him that the ghost dance would protect his people by wearing certain garments with symbols on them, that the dead would be raised to the living hence ghost dance, and that white people would either be chased from their lands uh, or buried in an instant 30 feet below the earth, which I was like, damn, dude, that is vicious. Um, And that native peoples could go back to living to the old way, um, like, yeah, and the buffalo would return and, you know, everything was going to be great. So... Because of the blending of religions, he would make stigmatas on himself, so he would cut his palms and his feet to represent Jesus, basically, in this ghost dance, which is pretty crazy. And Mormons, I don't know, are you familiar with, like, um, so I know Garrett is an ex-Mormon and he, like, grew up heavy in the, like, crazy Mormon country, but that they believe that Jesus came to the Americas to visit the Native Americans... Yeah, so like that's in the Mormon doctrine, yeah. and that I don't remember the exact names, but like the Lamites and somebody else, mm-hmm. that there were these two groups of people mm-hmm. that fought, and like basically Is it like the Nephites Native.
1: Neophytes or something? Neophytes, yeah. the
0: Neophytes and the Lamites, mm-hmm. I think. And that, yeah, one of them lost out, and like basically Native Americans were seen as like kind of like the bad guys in it, mm-hmm. I think. Like. It's weird. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. If you're interested, go look up Mormon <laughs> shit. But it's it's fucking insane. Fucking Joseph Smith. What a weirdo. Yeah. Um, so this was really like a last ditch effort by the Lakota and other tribes to try to do anything, um, that might make a difference because all it but all it did was like terrify white people. And it made them have an itchy trigger finger because of basic prejudices and refusal to learn. Um, The Lakota alone had lost over 58 million acres of land within just a few decades. And they were forced to share their land with other tribes, which was definitely not a part of the agreement. um, Despite their attempts to assimilate to avoid being targeted, that never worked. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Um, They also weren't on land that was suitable for growing crops because they always got sent to like the shittiest places that nobody really wanted to live on. Um. So, yeah, bad for growing crops. And then there's, like, not a lot to hunt. So in the trees made, they were supposed to be provided with food, education, and other basic things that Americans got, too. And because crops weren't much of an option, they had to rely on food rations from the government. And then when rations were cut, they basically almost starved to death. So, like, the ghost dances created, it's, like, just this last maybe, you know, they have, like, this last little bit of hope. And then, you know, behind every massacre is a a judgmental, ignorant asshole. So (laughs) President Benjamin Harrison banned the dance because I guess they weren't targeted enough. And then the ghost dance wasn't exactly like it wasn't necessarily like a crisis, but like some Indian agents kind of turned it into a crisis. They were like, we have to worry about this. So there was this guy named Dan Royer. He was some douche that was an agent for the Oglala Lakota on that particular, like the reservation, kind of like where this stuff sort of started. And then he arrived at the reservation in October of 1890, and he was very displeased to see people dancing. But I guess the ghost dance was like really intense. People would be like having visions, like they'd like really get into it, you know, because you're you're, like fucking contacting spirits and shit and... Um, So Royer truly believed that the ghost dancers were a militant threat and that it would destroy the government's efforts to civilize the Lakota, which I think is pretty rude. Um, Apparently, the Bureau of Indian Affairs would ask local agents for lists of like troublemakers. And Royer didn't list anyone specifically, but he did put like ghost dancing at the very top of the list, like Oh my God! This dancing is like you guys do not even understand how scary this is. And a guy named Spotted Elk was also on the list, um, who was not a ghost dancer. And then I'll like get into him in a minute. But the local Indians did nickname this Dan Royer guy; they literally called him "Young Man Afraid of Indians," and which was like really accurate. Yeah. But like the message that this Dan Royer guy sent to Washington was, okay, this was like quotes indians are dancing in the snow and are wild and crazy we need protection and we need it now like he made it seem like this dancing was like gonna do something um Mm -hmm. so to try to get ahead of it the u.s government tried to get sitting bull in on it and he was they were like hoping that he would tell people to stop doing the ghost dance because he's still this like prominent figure but they still consider him a dangerous man for you know i don't know he's like basically a prisoner of war. He's, like, stuck on a reservation. He's not going anywhere. So in 1890, Sitting Bull was back at Standing Rock. The U.S. wanted him to talk, or I'm sorry, the U.S. just wanted to talk to him, and in a rare moment where they were trying to get him peaceably, uh, they sought that they thought that maybe Buffalo Bill, that he had kind of made friends with when he was on tour in the U.S., like, could come and talk to um, Sitting Bull and be like, hey, buddy, can you... It just tried to convince him to tell his people to, like, stop doing the ghost dance because it's, like, freaking white people out. (laughs) But when Bill is en route to meet with Sitting Bull, some soldiers stop him and they're like, you don't get to go ahead. Like, you need to turn around. We're just going to arrest him. Like, that was the plan. It was just soldiers just did their own thing. They were like, no, fuck this. We're arresting him. So on December 15th, 1890. And remember, do you remember? When we were talking about Sitting Bull, I was
1: literally just thinking about, it, like, he died of old age.
0: Yeah, I was like, gonna yeah, 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 because I said I bet he died of old age, yeah. and you were like, "Hang on, Heather, let me look this up." <laughs> yeah. And you were like, "No, yeah. he died of violent yeah. death." <laughs> so this is where Sitting Bull died, which okay. was a fucking tragedy. Um, so Sitting Bull is willing to go peacefully. He's like, "Okay, like if you want to arrest me, fine, just whatever." But his followers, his people, were like, this is fucking bullshit. You shouldn't have to go anywhere. Like, you didn't do anything. Can you just not let him, you know, not take him? So the Indian agency guys, um, like I said, they were the native police that had come to arrest him with the army. They were in a moment of panic because his followers were like, he's not going anywhere. Sitting Bull is trying to go. And then one of them panics and they just shoot Sitting Bull and he dies on the scene. So... Then his people are like, we got to get the fuck out of here because they're going to get all massacre again, probably, because they do. Yeah. You know, they all got <laughs> yeah. them itchy trigger fingers. Um, so that night they decide to flee and they go flee to Spotted Elk, which was Sitting Bull's half-brother. So Sitting Bull, or I'm sorry, Spotted Elk, which I guess he is also known as Bigfoot, like to the white, like the American, the white people would call him Bigfoot, but he also go, went by Spotted Elk. I like Spotted Elk better. Yeah, me too. Um, so when Spotted Elk gets the news of the tragedy, he's pretty sure, and this is like based on previous patterns, that the soldiers are going to just randomly start up and shooting everybody, especially the chiefs. So he's like, no, thank you. Him and his allies move south to Pine Ridge looking for more protection where Red Cloud and other allies would be. And, you know, far from the spazzy white people. Um, unfortunately, the journey is slow due to illness and weather. So on December 28th, they encounter U.S. soldiers and they get ordered to go to Wounded Knee Creek. And they're basically corralled up there and they're made to camp. So there were at least 500 soldiers and in comparison to like to the three or 400 men, women and children. And like, this is not a war party. This is just like families trying to like move. Um. So, yeah, of course, most of whom are not armed. So naturally, the army sets up four hotchkiss guns which were basically early day machine guns because those people man they're sketchy (laughs) with their belongings trying to run away from the army Um, so in the morning they're ordered to hand over all their weapons Uh, they give some willingly and of course they're suspicious they don't really want to give up all their arms but the ones handed over don't really satisfy the army or officers in charge so they basically conduct an aggressive and invasive, invasive search. So they did find more guns and some knives, but they threw all their shit around in the process. So everybody's pissed now. Nobody has their guns. Like, it's not great. And then they took things like tent stakes, all small knives, and then just, like, destroyed personal mm-hmm. property yeah. just for funsies. Um, so the exact events that take place... They are kind of a little hard to pin down. There's, like, a ton of different stories about, like, what happened next or exactly what triggered uh, the shot or who. So there's a man named Sit Straight, which I thought was such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many cool names, like, yeah. Indian names, where it's like, guys, can't you call me, like, Bloodhawk or something? They're like, oh, okay, Sit Straight. <laughs> Damn. Um but he starts to do the ghost dance because he feels like his tribe is in danger and he's thinking like, well, maybe this can offer them mm-hmm. protection because that's what he believes. And the troops have been incorrectly taught that the ghost dance is a prelude to war. So now oh, they're God. getting they're all starting to freak out. You know, they think they're about to be attacked yeah. and it's just a fucking dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think others also joined in the in the dance. So the one of the rumors is that one of the ghost dancers threw dirt into the air, which was part of the dance. And that the soldiers just freaked out and started shooting everybody. And then the other more commonly known version is that a man by the name of Black Coyote, who was deaf, may have either misunderstood what was happening or just didn't want to give up something that was valuable to him, which I think is reasonable. And then when a soldier tried to take it, Black Coyote just wouldn't give it up. And then the two got into a scuffle, a shot accidentally went off. And like maybe who shot it, no one really knows. Mm -hmm. But the soldiers just start firing on everybody, and Spotted Elk is among one of the first ones to die. Wow, I know, right? I need to take a breath. (sighs) Um. So the aftermath, of course, is, like, devastating for the Native Americans. Experts aren't exactly sure of the number of dead, but it's estimated that at least 150 and maybe as many as 300 people were murdered in cold blood, and at least half of them being women and children. And, like, it's just sad because some of them are just fucking running away.
1: It's like, we don't
0: want to fight you. Right? You took all of our shit. What are we going to do? But again, you have like all these myths and urban legends and stories that are just out of control, and then on top of that you have newspapers talking about yeah. oh, just how aggressive and violent they are. So it's just it's just people getting bad information. When the soldiers are done slaughtering people, they gather their own dead. Oh, whoops, I missed a part. Oh, sorry. And then also, boo fucking who? Twenty five soldiers died also in the process. But what's crazy is that they think it's mostly from friendly fire, like soldiers accidentally shot other soldiers because of the panic and oh, you gotta exactly, you have like no clear heads. Um, so when the soldiers are done slaughtering people, there we go. Uh, they gathered their own dead. They did not bother to count the fallen natives. So of course the massacres portrayed as this great victory in battle. Newspapers are like talking about how great and brave these men are. And then here's a quote from one such newspaper yeah. about the killing, killings of natives. We had better in order to protect our civilization, wipe these untamed and untamable creatures from the earth that is from L. Frank Baum, who wrote Wizard of Oz, because oh he God. was a newspaper man at one point. Yikes. So, oh my not God. great. Yeah. Um, oh. let's see. Another important thing to remember is that 20 soldiers, this fucking shocked me, 20 soldiers were read, awarded the Medal of Honor for this fucking horseshit. So they had taken all of their guns, yeah. most of their weapons, and then they fired on them like fish in a barrel- and half of them were women and fucking children. Like, yeah. how brave and honorable is that? It's
1: like, a good job. Yeah. Here's the
0: medal. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Here's the highest award we yeah. could give you. Just, wow. So the words used to describe that were, like, in the the writings of, like, how well these men acted. Brave, distinguished, and gallant in battle. Like, again, what fucking battle? <laughs> yeah, like, you took like, all their shit. Yeah. Um, so the massacre has been incorrectly labeled at points in time, the battle at Wounded Knee. And again, it is definitely not. When one side has all the guns and the other side has no guns. Yeah, it's a massacre. Yeah. So wow. for years, there has been an attempt to rescind the medals um, because clearly there's no honor in gunning down yeah, unarmed that's people. That's
1: what I was about to say. I'm like, do they?
0: Yeah, How? Know. Who suggested that? And they can. Um, So here is some crazy shit. Uh, Over 900 medals have been rescinded over the years, and mostly for service done during the Civil War. I guess I just, like, handed that shit out, like, candy back then. But... To date, there are over 3,500 medals, Medal of Honors awarded, and 400 of them were given out to men that fought against Native Americans. Literally not one medal that was ever given to anybody for fighting Native Americans has ever been rescinded. So there is a bill called Remove the Stain um, that some people are trying to get back, of course, to, like, take back the medals for... Why would you fucking celebrate that? Like, what victory was there in that?
1: Like, I wonder if there's, like, some fucking old person or someone's kid or someone's like oh my great whatever the fuck's metal yeah is. yeah it's crazy
0: and like would you want that like wouldn't yeah, you be I wouldn't. like yeah like i know this is my great great whatever yeah. like you can have it back yeah Here, we can. that's
1: how i feel like i'd get rid of it like
0: yeah yeah <laughs> i'm with you there um okay so one a couple last things about wounded knee so there was also a 1973 occupation of wounded knee um it was basically activists um that were trying to well they occupied the town of wounded knee which i did not realize is like a town i wish i knew more of the details i did run out of time again like work and stuff and life so i wish i knew more about it um let's see oh the the one thing i did take from it because i just remember this like i love like watching old Hollywood stuff sometimes. And it's not like super old, but 1973. So this is the year. Cause I've seen this clip in the past and like, it like totally ruffled so many fucking feathers, which I think is just great. Um, so there was a woman named Sachin Littlefinger. I think I said that first name possibly wrong. So I apologize. So she spoke on behalf of Marlon Brando after he was awarded best actor the best actor award for mm-hmm. his role in the godfather mm-hmm. so this is like a big fucking deal and little feather she's like dressed in her traditional buckskin dress she's got moccasins hair pieces um she looks like dope as fuck and she refused to the oscar she promised marlon Brando she wouldn't touch it so she walks up on stage refuses the oscar just says that like, hey, you know, Marlon Brando wanted to let everybody know that he believes in Wounded Knee, the Wounded Knee occupation, and that he's going to refuse the award due to the treatment of Native, Native Americans. Um, so I guess John Wayne, who was still alive then, is like on the side. He's not in the audience. He's like, freaks out. He wants to like, he tries to go on stage to like grab her he wants to like take her off of stage he's like fucking furious he has to be restrained by security to make sure that like he doesn't go on stage she Mm -hmm. needs to she has exactly 30 seconds to say her piece and like even the the producer i guess of the awards was like you have exactly 30 seconds the second 30 seconds is up like we're taking you off stage you need to be like done so yeah dude she says this speech it really riles people like I guess when she's leaving, people are, like, making war cries at her as she's leaving. Um, Clint Eastwood makes this comment of, like, oh, maybe I should refuse the award on the people, the cowboys that have died from Native Americans or something. Like, they're just being little bitches. And John Wayne has made his money. He was, like, I guess kind of a known white nationalist. Like, he was very proud of his white heritage. And he, like... Basically, made a living off of like shooting Indians on yeah. in Hollywood films. Like, so he's just who he is. But, um, and then like people were like, oh, this is a prank. This wasn't real. Like, people said that she was a hired Mexican stripper, oh like, God. just to spread fucking yeah. rumors because people are pieces of shit. Um, let's see. I think that was. Pretty much it, but... Oh, my sources. And I just thought that was so cool. That's, like, such a cool yeah. moment in history. And, like, Marlon Brando, I think, was a fucking baller for doing that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely look up, like, if you're interested, the, the occupation of Wounded Knee. It was done by the American Indian Movement. Um Yeah, just really to bring awareness of, like... And there was, like, federal shootouts. It was, like, crazy, this story. I wish I had looked more into it, but I didn't. Um, So, okay. There was a New York Times piece. Oh, sources. By a guy named Mark Walker. Uh, I went to Britannica. They had, like, a lot of really good information on that. Um, Theconacademy.com, like the math site that children often use, but it has a ton of shit, dude. Yeah. Um, a national geographic article by Aaron Blakemore pyro, you fucking (laughs) dick. Shoo, shoo. Um, I got a political, a politico, um, article as well, written by possibly Alyssa pleasant and, or David Chang. Maybe? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. yep, that is. Okay, that's who did it. Great. Yeah, those were my sources, and that was Wounded Knee. Sweet. Yeah, so South Dakota, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, um, I didn't either. Yeah, I'm gonna pause it real quick, because okay. I have to put this fucking cat away Okay. Case. Okay. What were you gonna talk about today, friend?
1: So, um, well, like, as we were saying, we'd want to do some, like, Black History Month stuff, but then I felt like looking at South Dakota, it was just like, nothing that interesting
0: just to uh, as a quick note to you we did look up the demographics and it's yeah not a ton of black people in those areas yeah. which is why next week we're just gonna yeah go to anywhere because yeah. there's a lot more black history in other states and yeah. i didn't see too much maybe there's plenty yeah. but it was I, there was really nothing that i saw and i search for about 30 minutes and yeah, i was this, like it was the same
1: for me too It was kind of hard to find anything and then i had also been reading like um that yeah the standard histories of the um state contained like little to no info on african americans yeah. and even like the history of south dakota published in 1961 by herbert shiel or something like that mm-hmm. didn't even mention like um, African Americans at all. And not even the black man York who traveled like up the Mission River with Lewis and Clark in eighteen oh four. So it
0: was yeah. like pretty it's a little grim to yeah. find some I I'm like <laughs> I said, it could be there. It just it was not very apparent. Yeah. It, we might have to dig <laughs> we don't have a ton of time to spend yeah. hours digging for stories, yeah, so yeah, unfortunately we're gonna <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah anyways, um I'm gonna talk about the murders of Tina Marca and Tom Cooter, or actually, I guess it's, I know that <laughs> last name. I, okay, anyways, so um, I, it's actually a murder-suicide, I guess, but oh. um, to kind of understand it better, I have to start with uh, Tina's death first. So uh, June 24th, which is actually my sister's birthday of 1994, different year, but anyways, uh, Tina had just finished her late shift at a wood processing plant. So she called her best friend, Vicki Riddle, at 1230, and she was upset because she had had a flat tire and she needed a ride, and she asked if she could come and get her, and then suddenly, like, as they're still on the phone, um, Vicki, or Vicky hears her talking to someone, she's like, oh, like, oh, so, um, my friend Tom just pulled up, he's gonna give me a ride home, or something like that. So, I guess... Um, Tina knew 29-year-old Tom through their mu- mutual employment at um, Black Hills Molding, I think that's how it's pronounced, mm-hmm. and it was a company on the outskirts of Rapid City in South Dakota. So Tom is believed to be like the last person who saw hers after that. She never came back home. Um, so, the morning after this, Vicky was visited by Tina's boyfriend, who she'd been with for 11 years. They were, like, living together, all of that. And his name was Patrick, Patrick Gleason, or Pat. And then with him was Tom, which yeah. I thought was weird. I was like, why are they together? It didn't really explain that. I guess they were friends or something. So, they visited Vicki, and because Tom obviously never... or. <laughs> because Tina obviously never made it home that night um Pat had asked Vicky if she had any information or knew where Tina might be and Vicky was like no the only thing like I know that happened is that like while I was on the phone with her she said that Tom pulled up and said that she was going to get a ride with him and so Tom is like there with them and Ruh-roh. he's like uh he's like no that never happened like I didn't give her a ride Whoa. but then he's like well I guess like you know I'm the, but I'm the only guy from Black what hills whatever the fuck who knows her so I guess it had to be me. What? Yeah. So he like got really defensive and was just saying like I didn't give her a ride but maybe it was me whatever. So then Pat is like, were you guys having an affair? Which Tom like also denied. But then he said he was as again like the only Tom who worked for that company. So he's like I guess it had to be me or something weird like that. And I guess, like, his friend um, had said that he wasn't, like, acting like himself. Like, he was acting, like, really weird and just offensive. And he was, like, usually never uh-huh. like that. Um, so then uh, they decided to go to the police station to report Tina's disappearance together. And apparently when police examined examined Tina's car, they figured out, like, her tire was slashed. It wasn't just, like, popped or anything like Ooh. that. So then they are like, yeah, this was intentional. And then because Tom was the last person to see her and just so happened to be there yeah. while she was leaving, they're like he's like our number one suspect kind of a thing. So, um they decide to interview him and okay, yeah. So they interview him and he claims that he never gave her a ride, that he had spent his evening at a softball game. I guess he played softball. <laughs> Like a men's softball league. I don't know. It's really weird. I've never heard of that. Anyways. Uh,
0: I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> men's softball
1: league. Because I thought usually like softball's like chick thing. But whatever. I mean. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so he takes. He does his softball game. Then he takes a friend home. And then he says that he was fixing his car underneath a streetlight for three to four hours. Because it broke down. So he gave police, like, an exact location on a map or something like that. They went to this area. No one in that area saw him. Like, they couldn't corroborate. Cur- cur- yeah. So cur- what did it,
0: what's, it's okay. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say earlier? Meaniest. So it's okay. <laughs> it's they okay. couldn't, they, they couldn't verify the story. Uh, because three to, f- what did he say? Three to four hours? Yeah. That's a long time to be yeah. outside with nobody to even fucking notice yeah, you. It's just,
1: like, like, so random. Yeah. So it sounds kind of fishy. So, um, he, I guess, like, his wife had claimed that he didn't call her either, and he was like, oh, well, I didn't want to wake her up. They had two kids, so he said that he just let them sleep while he was fixing his car. Um, she mentioned that as soon as he got home, which was at, like, 3.30 a.m., he went into the laundry room, started washing his softball uniform. He even washed his shoelaces, like, took them out of his shoes, put them in the washer, really weird. Um, and I guess they, um, they did verify that he had gone to the softball game and played and they verified that he drove that teammate home. But I guess, um, the guy who he had given a ride home to said that the game had ended like a little bit before 11 and he was dropped off at like 1130. So as we remember, I guess, Tina called her friend Vicky at like twelve thirty, so that's like almost an hour after the game. And his time is like completely Mm -hmm. unaccounted for from like eleven thirty to three thirty. It's like four fucking hours. So who knows what was happening then? Um. So when police had scheduled, they had scheduled another interview with Tom because apparently they had found like blood in his car or something like that. And it was just after the nine a.m. shift, I guess. So he was supposed to be done with work and his coworkers ended up finding him. Um, so I should have said like earlier, but he had started like a new job, I guess him and Tina had used to work together at this, mm-hmm. um, wood plant or wherever she worked. And now he was working at a lumber, j- lumber yard called forest product distributions, something like that. And they end up like finding his body there. Like he's dead. Whoa. Yeah. So his head had been crushed by a rear wheel of his forklift
0: Whoa!
1: Yeah. So in October of 1995, like a year and four months after Tina had disappeared, her body was finally found, and guess where they found it? <gasps> it was in the lumberyard, beneath a pile of wood, and oh my god! It was in that same lumberyard, obviously that Tom had worked yeah. at. So um, she had died from blunt force trauma to the head, and they said it was like a heavy object, something hit her in the head really hard. Yeah. And according to police, this is, like, what they believe happened. So they think that it was, like, a murder-suicide and that Tom, like, went to her work while she was, like, working during her shift on the 24th. He slashed her tire because he wanted her stranded in the parking lot. Ew. Then he showed up to offer her a ride, which is, like... Yeah, it's like he had to have been the one, like, on the night she has a flat tire, he's there all of a sudden. Yeah, just
0: waiting somewhere in the shadows for her to not be able to drive anywhere. (laughs) So
1: fucking weird, yeah. So once she was in the car, they believe that something happened between the two. Like, they think he tried to, like, make sexual advances towards her. She, like, rejected him, which made him upset. And then, like, he went to some kind of rage and ended up killing her, hitting her over the head with something. They weren't sure since, yeah, I think he's, like, always denied but were denied everything up till he died. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, I guess what they were saying happened is because she had called her friend that night and just so happened to be on the phone with her as he was pulling up. Like, he didn't plan for her to ever know that it, yeah. it was him kind of a thing. So, it, like, fucked up his whole plan. And then they started to, like, zero in on him. And I think he just felt the pressure. Like, fuck, there's, like, they're, like, gonna find out this was me. So... He tried to make it look like some weird fucking accident, and really, it's yeah, yeah. So um, they think like that morning that he loaded his forklift with like a ton of lumber, he drove it up an incline, hopped out, laid down in front of its path, and then it just rolled right over his head and fucking killed him. Yeah, and they were hoping. I guess like he had an insurance policy, so they think that he was like hoping that um. It being, like, an accident, his death, that his family would get some kind of benefit from it. But um, the police ru- ruled it a suicide because there was, like, no indication that he fought for his life. There weren't any drag marks, anything like that. But I guess the court didn't agree with this. And then in 2004, his widow Nancy was um, granted, like, in death insurance mm. benefits after a judge ruled that, like, the evidence or lack thereof could not prove he committed suicide. I do think that's fair. Yeah. Especially for
0: like a widow.
1: That's how I feel and yeah. they had two kids. Like I feel I feel bad for her honestly. Definitely. Even like I feel like it's kind of fucked up in situations like that when like it's she didn't she yeah. didn't plan it. It's she wasn't like, expecting yeah, that. It's like not her fault. Her husband's a fucking yeah. douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. And then in two thousand sixteen, which I think is like so weird. It's like almost twenty over twenty years later. Yeah. They closed the investigation into the deaths of Tina Marcotte and Tom Cooter and they ruled it a murder suicide wow yeah it's just a weird story damn it is a weird story
0: yeah. <laughs> Dan, to, if he did because allegedly yeah. well you know courts it complicated yeah if he did kill himself that's a Hell of a way to go. I know.
1: I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, because I was reading online too, like, people like commenting on the stories and stuff, and like, people who like don't believe that it was a suicide. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like, you have to be really fucked up to kill yourself, like, with a forklift. Like, crushed, yeah. Like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. I, to fight that urge. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just like, um, or. There. I don't know. I wonder. No, it's kind they, of like They didn't say they f- found anything in his system. Yeah. Uh, so too bad he didn't like wasn't able to take something to like render yeah. him immobile, <laughs> and he just laid there.
1: Yeah, it's a really weird way to die. But yeah, I had just been watching like unsolved mystery things. I guess they did ma- did an episode of this on unsolved mysteries, or I don't know. It was in like the weird archive thing, but um. Yeah, I don't know. They it had been like an unsolved mystery for a while because I yeah. guess it wasn't closed until well, how
0: the 2016. Fuck you put that together yeah. to be like, I think this is what happened, but this is pretty outrageous. Yeah. Crazy shit like that happens yeah. probably it's really weird more than we realize.
1: <laughs> oh, before I forget, my um, sources Riff, one was right? unsolvedmysteries.fandom. dot fandom. I feel like that sounds like not that reliable, but. Like listen, uh, it's what I had. Yeah, and then true dot com, and it was the tangled tale of Tina and Tom. And then I watched like a little YouTube video called Scary mist Myster- or by Scary Mysteries, and it was uh, Twisted Twos number ninety four. So
0: yeah, yeah, nice.
1: That's where I got my information. Sorry, I felt like I was could not speak tonight, but it's okay. <laughs> I
0: I can't speak either. I really should start typing this up because my handwriting, I'm like. i realized it just i was rewriting it by hand but now that i'm i don't know working with my hands more and then like the amount i use my phone is not great and then i play video games and and with all like piping stiff fucking icing it's like i have been noticing it's i gotta take it easy with my hand so i i type it out And it's just better that way because the way I take notes, man, like, because I'm jumping from website to website. Me too. When one runs out of information, I have to go to another one, but I can't insert it where it needs to go yeah. so it's just
1: that's how it was li- for me too like literally my notes i am like have like lines like i'm like oh yeah right here don't forget this and then i'm like looking at
0: it like oh yeah God. that's what i do like typing it because then i can like yeah i can easily add stuff and take it away or yeah i would say type it out it's <laughs> yeah. it's better but if you, even if you email it here we could print it out here <laughs> yeah. like it's whatever um that was sad uh to end this on a light note I did forget. I looked up. I was trying to look up, do restaurants use, and I was going to type in their own delivery drivers yeah. for Grubhub because I was trying to like, if I ordered from Grubhub, I was going to feel guilty about taking business away from the their oh, delivery yeah. people. So I was trying to look it up and I typed in, do restaurants use, and I'm not shitting you dude the first result that came up was do restaurants use pig anus for calamari what that was the fucking result i took a screenshot i was like no one's gonna believe me that was and then i haven't looked it up but i feel (coughs) like this needs investigating yeah that was the first thing that came up? <laughs> is this a is this a problem? Because we don't yeah. know that.
1: <laughs> That's disturbing. Like why are so many people typing that in and looking that up? It was it, it
0: wasn't where I was planning on going. Yeah. It, it, did you click it just? No, no. <laughs> I no, I did not. Oh, that was weird. That's why I said I I regret not looking yeah. into it. I feel Maybe like Maybe next this, time we'll give an well, update <laughs> dun, 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 dun. We have <laughs> breaking news
1: <laughs> they uh, do
0: use pig anus
1: for calamari what? i just remembered i need to tell you have you seen that show murderville on netflix
0: no i want to so bad it Is that has that with conan it. i know yeah. i saw it has conan because it's like
1: um they like, all have kind of like scripts except for yeah. like their guest star <gasps> so then really? the guest star like improvs the whole time so like the episode of conan he's like improving like the whole time Was it was and it awesome? Yeah. It's like, I thought it was, like, really funny. Like, oh, yeah. and you, if you, like, get his humor and all that. Oh, yeah. I love Connor. Yeah, of so course. Some episodes are, like,
0: like, you know that, um... I I love Camille Nangiani. Yeah, his episode was
1: good, yeah. The one guy from um The Hangover, I can't think of his name. Uh, Zach Galifianakis? No, oh. uh... The one who's like suck on my balls. Oh, oh, Ken. Yeah, Ken. Like Doctor. Yeah, doc- yeah, Kim something. It I do know it has a J in the. It does of his name. Is it Ken Yu? I feel like it is, but then I was feeling confused.
0: I feel bad because I never, I never got into community. I tried, man. I tried like five different times. Yeah, I Ken... couldn't do it.
1: His name is Ken Jung. Oh, okay. Okay, Yu Jung. I guess don't, I don't. know I don't know how to say it. I'm
0: white. We're bad people. <laughs> we're we're white people. We're sorry.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, his episode was really bad. Was it? but there was like an episode with like um that football player. I don't know his fucking name, but it, he was oh, like
0: oh, oh oh uh Marsh Marshawn Marshawn yes yes he was like so good. <gasps> There's an okay sorry because my <laughs> beloved Conan he does the gaming youtube the he did those videos yeah. the gaming ones and it there's an episode with him oh really they're they're playing some game oh, that's dude funny. It, it was hilarious yeah, dude, like, you should
1: watch like a few episodes It's. Funny.
0: i will i'm dying to see the because i love camille yeah. manjiani so much i did not really know who he was until i started watching silicon valley and that shows
1: yeah, oh, the yeah. fucking penis equation
0: the jerk off equation yeah. oh my god <laughs> just even if you just have to youtube that oh, it's a beautiful moment of television Oh, fuck. I know we got to go. The last thing. Did you see that weird Kristen Bell Netflix show? No. Fuck, it's like oh the woman woman across the the street street. from the window from the girl. I watched it. Did you
1: watch it? No, I saw an episode while my sister was watching. it. Just the second one. And I was like, I need to fucking watch this because it was so fucking weird. Like it's
0: do not take it too seriously. Okay. Biggest mistake I made was thinking it was like a drama or like a thriller. Yeah. Like it about halfway through i f- i feel like they should have made it more obvious in the beginning that it's a, it's totally a parody a complete That's parody thought, like it is so if you decide to watch it it's okay it's a parody and then i i've watched most of archive 81 oh really i saw that fucking seance scene dude what the <laughs> fuck okay the first part of it happened where it was like that other woman yeah spoiler major spoiler yeah. but like i was like that wasn't that bad and then that one chick was like, oh, What about you? And she's yeah. like, I oh, no, I couldn't possibly and then like throws the necklace down and yeah. like, All right, here's who you need to look for. And then yeah, What the like, fuck? Ah. <laughs> she starts ripping her face yeah. up. I buried my head <laughs> into the <laughs> pillow. <laughs> I just kept hearing the bone cracking yeah. and meat squishing. And uh. I just, I kept like burying my head deeper <laughs> into the pillow. And I remember covering, I was like, I went, God, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was so terrible. Yeah. And then that fucking bitch, she, that woman just ripped her Face off and you're chasing her Yeah, the That's what I thought too. And then she's like
1: in the hospital when as as she wakes up, she's like, I need to know. I'm like, what the hell?
0: I'm like she just <laughs> she's this is a woman who's clearly in distress. Yeah. Don't fucking bother her.
1: That's what I felt too. I literally see I was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, like I hate this brother Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it's so weird the connection between them and like yeah. I'm into it so I am curious. I was so nervous it was going to be, like, a Blair Witch situation because do you you were probably too young to really remember it. Like, we all thought it was real. Like, because like, oh, we're yeah. fucking idiots. We th- all thought it was yeah. real. <laughs> we thought it was, like, some lost footage that was found. Yeah. And it was, like, actors. And we're like, oh, what? We felt, like, so deceived. Yeah. And we were not. It was a fucking <laughs> film that they yeah. made anyway. So, like, I was worried it was going to, like, somehow yeah. be that or it's, like, or, like, Michael Douglas, The Game. Did you ever see that? Uh-uh. It's a pretty cool movie. It's, like, a 90s movie. But this guy, um, somebody buys him, like, basically this game. He does, I don't think he knows he's in on it, but it's this whole stage thing where he thinks he's a part of, like, this conspiracy or murder. But it's actors involved that are, like, playing, like, dragging yeah. him along. So don't tell me if it is. But I'm, is that what it is? Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> I told you, but <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Lauren, whatever you do, don't tell me. Is that what it is? No. Okay.
1: No. Um, the ending is actually pretty bizarre. Like I, okay. I want to talk to you about it. You I'm it. sorry. So I, will, I will watch it. Yeah. The next
0: time we see each other, I will watch okay. it. Because if I've seen oh, shit, Ugh, I'm trying to think of where I'm at. Ah, whatever. Yeah. But all I know is it's Johnny boy from the Waltons. That's in it. I used to watch early morning saturday tv and the waltons was on and he was on it as like a 17 year old (laughs) the old guy that like is running it yeah that was unimportant i did that was not worth mentioning (laughs) at all i'm so sorry okay well we should wrap this up yes
1: goodbye young ones and never pay full price for late pizza
0: amen bye that's a ninja turtle quote (laughs) (laughs)